Margin Business Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Um, in today's episode, we got an old guest. It's Nathan Youngchild. Um, old, not at old in age, very young, very young. Uh, <laughs> and old uh, in terms of, we spoke with him, I think it's already almost one or two years that we spoke together. And since then, there a lot of been, have been happening um, uh, for him. So uh, back then I spoke with him and it was just, he was just about to get his company going. Um, and now suddenly he's contacting me and now everything has been sold. And yeah, so please, Nater, uh, tell us all about it because I know you're a serial entrepreneur. You don't stop here. Um, this is just the beginning, like the all the other uh, ventures you had before. So let, let, let us talk about a little bit about that, you know, who acquired you and, and how did you manage all of this right now? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Omar. Um, as you were going there, you made me think of a kind of a new theme in my life that I, I'm taking to entrepreneurship. I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs have this goal of pure, independent financial freedom um, and to build the world's greatest thing. Um, and we kind of set out on that marathon. Um, but through being acquired, I've I've kind of adopted a new flavor of entrepreneurship, this idea of entrepreneurship in chapters, right? So chapter one, chapter two, chapter three. I think before I never gave myself the grace to close a chapter and start a new one. Uh, so I, I, it's been a theme of my life ever since the acquisition. So we got acquired by Carbon6 Technologies, um, a, a really awesome company entering into the space not that long ago, only just less than two years old. Um, they've acquired a few companies, smaller ones at the beginning, and then have gotten larger and larger. They've, they've acquired so stocked pixel me PPC entourage. Oh. Um, uh, what's some of the recent ones, seller investigators, charge guard, and, and my company data driven. I know them almost all, you know, so <laughs> I didn't even, yes, know. <laughs> I know they're, it's, it's a really, a. uh, an impressive group. They, you know, they, they actually didn't come from the Amazon space. They're uh, a couple folks from Harvard business school who worked um, uh, at McKinsey and worked in the consulting okay. world and mergers and acquisitions. And then they combined with a few other folks um, that were entrepreneurs in, in other segments okay. um, to come together. But they really saw, they really saw ultimately what we all saw, which was a couple of years ago, everybody was aggregating sellers Nobody was aggregating the tools and services that all these sellers use and vendors. Um, and so Carbon6 saw that sliver. They raised a pretty massive Series A. I think they raised $66 million in their Series A. Um, okay. oh. and, 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 and went at all on acquisition. So they built the company entirely off acquisition up to a point. And then now what they're doing is taking my company and other companies and improving them, auditing them, bringing them together, taking the power of multiple and bringing them into one um, to kind of give a one-stop shop for okay. sellers and, and vendors beyond, you know, all the disparate tools we all have open in all our tabs as we're working on our Amazon businesses. Um, so it's a, it's a lofty goal and, and and they're doing a great job so far. And, uh, and yeah, we're, we're, I'm excited to be a part of their portfolio and, and grateful. Um, and, you know, you, you said, you know, how did, how did it start? It, for us, it started with, we started going, we were helping Amazon sellers, we were helping Amazon vendors, and the way that our machine learning worked, so we used a method called knowledge of the crowds. Basically, we had expert here, expert there, expert here, expert there, making decisions on an Amazon business, what to do, what to change. And we had a system that would record 
what those changes were, what the, what happened, why did they make the change? And we'd start to cluster what the experts did when they saw this happened, so an expert did X. This happened, an expert did Y. And we could identify where there was commonalities. So that could kind of kickstart our recommendation engines about what to do with your Amazon business from an expert's perspective. And then we would use data science to audit those expert clusterings to say, well, when you change this keyword or you add this keyword to your first 70 characters, your title, or you break apart this variation or add this coupon, all the things you could do on Amazon. Was it driving the desired result? Was it driving more than the desired result, less than the desired result, something totally different? And so we started to build relationships between actions and results. Um, and from there, we were able to start guiding Amazon businesses at a much lower cost than we were before. When I ran an Amazon agency, my cost was humans and, and humans are expensive, um, rightfully so. They, they work hard, <laughs> it takes a lot of time. Sure. Um, but they're, they're um, you know, we, while we're expensive, we also have, you know, fallacy biases around, hey, this worked for me last time. And so I know it's going to work this time and different things like that. Whereas if you can execute action based off of data science, you can catch yourself earlier as things change on Amazon. Um, and ultimately, again, you can bring costs down pretty significantly to get action. What should I do? You can get that. You can be answered that question quickly with data science um, and cheaply compared to the cost of a human. So we started going, we're operating, working with Amazon sellers and vendors. And then we, we brought on an advisor um, who worked in kind of uh, statistics, data modeling world. And when he started to open our eyes up to the, the level of data you need to fully just let math problems make decisions, it was like, <laughs> we, we, myself, my co-founder, we would have never been able to assign that many clients. At the end of the day, the power of the platform to serve each new client ultimately was in theory based on the clients before them, right? The more data we have, the smarter the recommendations, kind of this network effects. And we were getting advised that we need thousands and thousands of customers um, using it. And we just, we just don't have experience building a sales organization and a distribution network um, to reach that scale. And so in order for us to really achieve our goal of turning decision-making on running your Amazon business, in theory, over to a math problem. We needed a distribution partner that could get our um, technology into the hands of, of a lot more sellers and a lot more vendors. And Carbon Six stepped up. We we went through a process, so we hired a banker. Okay. The banker basically gets they they got to know us, learned about our learned about our technology, our customers, and built like a, a pitch deck basically. And then they go out and and uh, make it make us available anonymously at first. Um, to find interested buyers. And then they, people sign NDAs and then we get together. And so we met with several buyers, everything from private equity groups um, who are wanting to get into the Amazon space to private equity groups that already had um, investments in the Amazon space and wanted to kind of use us to attach to their pre-existing investment. Um, met with agencies, um, large and small. Um, and yeah, a variety of groups. And ultimately we decided to go with Carbon6 because um, it ultimately, at the end of the day, their their CEO's background is in um, uh, building uh, credit card signups across. I think he's in like thirty six countries, and so he has just inc 
he's very refined on building sales organizations, distribution networks, and really just scaling, getting whatever you're selling into the hands of customers. And that was really the just the perfect match um, for what our technology needed at its core. And you know, they they had good, uh, you know, a strong founding group. Um, they just had just brought on a, a a really intelligent CTO and a a very experienced COO. Um, you know, they raised a lot of money. They were only at their Series A, and so they're you know they're they're early, but still have money to 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 execute. Um, so it was really the perfect match, and uh, we were so excited to to find them in that process. Um, although when you get into a process, it's a very funky. You can't just tell you can't just tell them that you love them and you don't care about the other options because then you know you lose your negotiation leverage. So it, it gets a little funny through that process. And so my my biggest recommendation and my biggest gratitude throughout the process was having a broker, even though they make a lot of money for a very short period of time. Um, they they just they have a seat that they can occupy that helps you in a way that without someone in that seat, you struggle with the nuances of you know you don't want to hardball negotiate your future partner and boss, for example. Um, it's nice to have kind of that middleman um, to help that and to guide you. Uh, you know, they have, they have experience doing that nonstop all day, every day. Um, and I had, I've had built a lot of companies, but never sold one. So, yeah, there you go. That was that's amazing. I, I think I think it's really, really uh, amazing. The, the, I mean, you, you said it very quickly, the the process. But from up, you know, when, when, I, when I went back, uh, when I was speaking to you, um you you were i think you were kind of in a in a van where you were working out of some from time to time right yeah 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 i'm a i'm a big believer in you know if, if you live your life as a digital nomad you got to go all in exactly exactly so this is what I got we married and now my wife joins me in the van and uh, we surf and snowboard and and work away amazing we do exactly <laughs> thank, God for, thank God for starlink Exactly, exactly. You know, that's uh, that's uh, that's the thing. You know, really, really uh, I appreciate to hear that. You know, because that's the only thing how you really enjoy uh, enjoy what you're actually doing. You know, because um, why why um, being held down in an office when you can actually? I mean, obviously, you need to work. You cannot you cannot just you know, of course. But it doesn't matter where. You know, that's the thing. If you have focused time. Um, that's amazing. So, because I remember what you were saying, and I remember, um, I mean, I knew your software were pretty good. You know, uh, I was uh, I was looking at it. We were testing it, so I knew that it was something big. You know, and um, at what point? At what point did they come? Did did, did already beginning to uh, that you want? Did you want it to sell? Because I remember it was like that's my baby. You know, that's like because the other businesses were not like. Uh, 100 it's not that they wouldn't um that they wouldn't succeed that was not the problem uh, there were some you know they i i remember there were some uh some uh, some difficulties with partners and all that stuff but this business of yours this was really like your your baby you built it and you you know how how come that you suddenly decided um i mean that to to sell it i mean kind of not selling it you 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 developing it continuously But um, because, like I said, I remember it was uh, very dear to you. And uh, I guess that's why you're still working on it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the, um, the, the, the dynamics of the acquisition was so they, they bought the entire company. They, you know, they own the company now. Okay. Um, myself and myself, my co-founder, my co-founder went on to something different, um, a passion project of his. But I decided to stay 
with data driven. So I'm still data driven CEO within carbon six now. Okay. Okay. Um, so a big part of the acquisition partner was us finding one that um, saw value in me and was, was interested and willing to have me continue to contribute after they acquired us. So okay. that was, um, you know, money is a part of it, but that was ultimately kind of box number one. I, I wanted to check when, when finding the right partner. Sure. Um, and in terms of, of what pushed me over the edge of doing it by myself or with my co-founder to deciding to sell, it really came down to, I didn't, I was humbled to know that the technology I started building and, you know, was on a track to um, complete building had a huge ramp up in terms of the the cost for the types of engineers we needed for machine learning and data science. Um, the sheer volume, again, like I said before, of data we were going to need. So sales organization to go get customers to get data. And it was just outside. I, I really had to kind of sit with well, what got me here wasn't going to get me there. The, the, the core competencies to take what we had to the next level, to the ultimate level was, you know, humbly speaking, it just, it wasn't anything I had any experience in doing. Um, and, you know, I grappled with, do I raise money and fake it till I make it and pretend that I have this experience um, and find a way, which, which, you know, that was definitely on the table. Um, but for me, it was, you know, I, I was, I had, um, I had asked my wife to marry me and then COVID hit and then my wife and I are Canadian and American and the border closed and we couldn't be together. We couldn't actually get married. Um, and so I went through personal humbling activities combined with that time in my business that I think ironically being humbled personally helped me like wear the hat of eating humble pie with my business. And I think that kind of ultimately helped me see a new path for the business, which is, you know, I did something great to get it to here, but you know, let's somebody, somebody bitter, bigger, better, stronger, you know, more capitalized um, with different experiences can, can take it there. And I still have, I'm still motivated by my dream and my goal of handing over, you know, at the end of the day, I built, I built data driven for what we just talked about because I wanted people to be able to go live in a van, enjoy themselves, go surf, go play soccer with their kids be entrepreneurs, but turn over the parts that you don't need humans to run um, to a system. And um, I still believe in that goal, regardless of whether I own the company any, anymore, you know, and for now I get to continue to contribute for however long that'll be. Um, but, you know, now I get to, I still get to pursue and be inspired by that goal and contribute where I can. And, you know, now I'm a little bit more of a cheerleader than I was kind of the captain of the team. Um, but, um, you know, there's, uh, there's joy in being a cheerleader too. Sure. <laughs> you know, because I, I understand completely what you're saying. You know, at some point, our minds um, are exhausted, you know, like maybe don't the experience, you know, there's different things, which until a certain point, like you mentioned, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to continue um, without somebody being constantly at your side who actually already done it or have another another knowledge or a I would not sell a better better knowledge because who knows your business better than you but another a different sure. knowledge you know 
um, in order to push your business forward. I like to bring one thing up. It's Gymshark, you know. Um, I'm sure you know the company Gymshark. Gymshark. Gymshark, yeah. It's. Uh, I don't it, think so. It's one of the biggest, um, like like Under Armour, you know, some some of the big sports okay. brands which came out recently, like in the in the last years. And the CEO was okay. like a, was like a, I think 22 year old or something like that. He built he built this up from from zero. And wow. when, I think when the company hit. I'm not sure if it was 10 million or 100 million. I, I, I'm not sure about that. But at some point he oh. said, listen, um, I need to step down because I, I, I don't know how to run this anymore. You know, I'm the CEO, but I have no really. Uh... So what mm. he did, he went down, he went down into the lowest and went through sales, went through marketing um, and worked himself up and, and put a CEO in his place. Which is capable to run, which were capable, more capable to run a company. Although, if you run a company and you you get to that amount of money, you're you're already in my eyes pretty capable, you know. And um, and then he stepped down and he learned the whole process from the start. And obviously, he was upset because the CEO uh, made some good decisions and brought the company. They they are uh, they hit. I think they hit already the one billion mark. So uh, check oh my it. gosh, I gotta yeah. look this up. Oh my gosh, that's check, awesome. check, check this story out from Jim Shark. Very very funny story, you know. And uh, now yeah, beautiful. I, think, I think he's back in the CEO position now. It's a few years later now, and he oh, wow. way through. And I, I think it's I, I like to bring this up, like I said, because the ego of of everyone who's running a company is is very big, you know. <laughs> so it, and, and, yeah, it takes and, it, as it, you said, it takes being, a little delusion. And as you said, being humble is always something. Uh, something which is uh, which is definitely which you know which should everyone like look from outside and look at themselves you know how how far they can take it so I, I think that's a very good point what you made and I think um, that's why you now as well in that position because you're still learning again um, through other means and but my ultimate question is now where this where all that where where do you want to go now what is what is your plan behind all of this is there any plan are you are you allowed to talk about that or what is what is the next step of nature uh with data driven or without data driven without data driven mm. uh yeah absolutely um i have kind of that um i think I think it's, I'm going through that normal human cycle of desiring a nest and children and to start a family. Um, so that's, that is hands down what's next kind oh. of um, in my life. Um, and and I'm, I'm so excited to, to not be scared of it, but to be, you know, motivated and excited and uh, encouraged and feeling inspired to, um, to step into that next chapter. Um, it's going to motivate you more on more. the personal side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the entrepreneurial side, um, you know, I, yeah, that's the one I, I can't say too much about just cause I have yeah, you know, I NDAs know. and non-competes sure, sure, sure. and, and all of that jazz. But, um, I would say I am, I spoke to a mentor of mine. He, he, he had recently sold a company. He, he was the start of a roll up. So he okay. was, he was the first company that brought in money. And then they went and bought about a few more companies just like his to make a large company in a particular segment. And throughout the process, he ended up um, kind of getting, for lack of a better word, getting screwed out of 
being the leader of this roll up that he had started. Um, and he went into a pretty dark place. In his, in his case, it was much bigger than, 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 our, than my situation. I think, um, I think the company after the roll up was worth over a billion dollars. Um, and I mean, big, big money. That's big. Yeah. And he, and he likely lost, um, you know, somewhere tunes of 80 to a hundred million dollars based on the way things rolled out. And he went into a dark, dark place for about six months struggling with, um, you know, I could have done this differently. I could have done that differently. And he was, he was passing this guidance on to me. Um, and ultimately what he said was, you know, um, there's kind of that old adage that it takes a, a breakdown to get to a breakthrough. Um, and he was like the moment he allowed himself to realize that this didn't happen. This, this bad situation didn't happen to him to hurt him, but rather happened for him to enlighten him or to, to give him a new path or a new door to see. Um, he's now, interestingly enough, he, he now sells a service back to that very company and the service is now bigger than that whole roll up. It's really beautiful, inspiring story. It's on the path to be. Um, and he, you know, he, he really inspired me with this, this, this concept of, um, you know, the things that happen that you feel happen to you. Um, you know, maybe if, if just for five seconds, give yourself the mental freedom to see it as it's happening for you. Um, and so I'm trying to step into that, that, kind of mindset and that type of energy. And um, yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think it'll motivate me to do something uh, even, even bigger and, and, and even more inspired than before. I really, I really, I really understand what you're saying, because especially as well with the, with the family aspect, um, it, like I said, it will motivate you a lot more. It will make you bigger. Um, it will, uh, like I said, it will open new doors in your head, in your mind, um, how to see things differently and how to maybe even not work more, but build more, you know, like uh, really go, go deep into things you haven't, you haven't uh, done yet, which were maybe, and, and, you know, trust me, even if you have children, you're going to get more risky, you know, because it's, mm. you have to, you, because you have to do it. You know that there is somewhere an end of the line that you don't know how long you're going to be here on this planet. And when uh, you're yeah. So, so you need to take more risk, you know. Even even though people think like when you have children, you don't take risk. Oh yes, you do, you know, because it don't matter, you know. You 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 have to move. You have to move faster, you know. You need to see what is behind behind the next stone and behind the next stone and behind the next stone. Mm. So, so for me, that's why I'm saying, you know, for me, it's just a, it's just the beginning of a of a of the next journey for you. And uh, I, I really I really would like to. To know what it will be and and how things will be going and and how long I understand there's contracts in place and stuff, but at some point we can really uh, talk about that because that that would be really interesting. Absolutely, it would be really interesting because um, um, like I said, it's uh, it's it's been a journey for you already, and the journey is continuing, and now we're here at this point seeing motivation, um, seeing uh, seeing new opportunities again. So yeah, let's uh, let's catch up soon because I really I really enjoy um, talking to you about this point. Um, just one uh, one last question mm -hmm. uh, for, for you in general. I mean, we we told you we asked you already. Uh, we spoke already about it. What what does motivate you in general? 
part of a family, part of why are you doing all this? Because I was asked this question in a podcast two days ago, and and I, my reply, mm. my reply was I cannot stop myself. You know, uh, it's it's just like that. Even of children or not, it's it's just like that. So what what is, I mean, what is your motivation in this uh, in this aspect? Ooh, it's a good question. It's a tough one to to nail down into you know a simple response. Sure, sure. No, no. Um, don't, don't 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 try to make it make it broad. That's fine. You know, give meaning to the 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 few years we 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 spend on Earth. Um, and I think for me, I started to learn a little bit about that meaning on sports fields. You know, I think sports are a great manifestation of trying and seeing results. Definitely. And sometimes those results are camaraderie or um, a winning or uh, just getting faster or stronger. So it's not the result, I think, that drives us. But it's this. Um, so for me, learning through on sports fields that I can be a better version of myself when I pour myself into something motivated me when I lost sports. Just one one day, just my whole my whole reference of the world was just gone. I had no walls. I didn't have sidelines anymore. I didn't have practice a certain time to be at. Um, you know, I uh, I read the book The Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss uh, in college. I was I was a I was a lost kiddo um, without sports, and I read that book, and I was like, "This is my next sports field. Entrepreneurship is is where I can go. You know, play and be um, be my best version of myself, and and just chase that wherever that'll take me." Um, so yeah, I, I think it, it it for me it's just a manifestation of I think what's in all of us, which is trying to find our you know reason for existing and, and seeing how high we can take it. Very good, very good. I really like that. I really like that. It's uh, it's you know we go into motivational talk now, and uh, uh, you know it's it's kind of it's kind of motivating all of this. Um, you can just look around yourself and you can get motivated, you know. So I think mm. special, especially I think especially in in what we're doing, you know. Um, every day when I woke, wake up, it's like, it's a new world. It's a new adventure. You know, it's like, yeah, well, what can I do next? You know, it's, it's just, uh, you know, the, 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 this drive, what every day comes up and, and, and I really enjoy it, you know, and I know, and I know you, 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 you enjoy it the same way. That's why I really, uh, appreciate, uh, speaking to you today and hearing your opinion about everything, how everything is going. And I'm hundred percent sure, um, this is not the last thing we hear about you and yeah, absolutely, Omar. Yeah. Let's catch up soon, Nater. And if anyone, anybody wants to wants to uh, reach out, speak with you about data driven or something, I will put your email address down there. I um, will put the company uh, name uh, as well, Carbon Six. Anyone interested selling the company or uh, anything of that kind? Because we have, you know, we have a good audience which are uh, listening to the podcast, and maybe somebody will be interested to get in contact with Carbon Six or with you. Then, yeah, thank you so much, Nater, and uh, speak to you next time. Awesome, buddy. Thanks, Omar. So